tries to shade Beyonce, it's like, girl, let it go. Uh, like, See, I don't, I never, I've set my mind to tuning out Beyonce. I just, I don't hear it. Mm, mm, mm. Well, once I hear it, mm, mm, because Selena Johnson made a little oh. comment out of her mouth one time talking about Blue Ivy looked a little old, dirty bastard-ish, talking about her hair. What? And I, honey, yes, it did. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm like, how is this bitch still alive? But whatever. How are you even relevant? Even go here. Honey. Why are you talking? And it pissed me off because I used to, I used to stand for her. Yes, because she got like, it's like three of her songs. That I mm-hmm. really rock with. Like, I listened to that first album. Mm-hmm. She got the little dress situation on, and she's doing, like, a little Kim pose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, no, nah, it's fuck her season now. Listen, I think I might have to pull one of your movies and just drown it out. Because people, they say so much sick stuff about her, and you just be like, first and foremost, get off her nut. Right. Secondly, how dare you even speak her name? Right. You, 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 you peasant. Exactly. You're, you're nothing. Mm-hmm. You're dust mm-hmm. to her. Let me tell you something. I just, you know, I just want to flourish in these streets. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's it. I don't ask for much. I try not to do too much. I above all else try to stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. And it's just certain things, you know, that I'm just not going to do. And one of them one is going against the grain. Just, I'm not going to go against the grain. And that's just how I feel. That girl paid her dues. Okay. Exactly. She literally started from the bottom. And now, now she's, she's here. here. Like, mm-hmm. you can't knock her hustle. Like, right. She, she worked for that. You won't. Like, she. She never stops grinding. Never. Mm-mm. Nope. She goes out. She does what she's supposed to do. She gets, you know, gets it right. Gets it better. Does it again. Practice feels perfect. You know. I'm jealous. Listen. Times I dream that right. she's me. You got to see that's how I dream to be. Mm-hmm. Dream I move. Dream I grew. Like this. If I could be like B. <clears throat> if I could just be like Blue Ivy, if I could be like Blue Ivy's ponytail holder, I would just, <laughs> I just aspire. 
<laughs> I, I really do. I aspire to be Blue Ivy's flight jacket. Like I just, yes, fly just there and exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I don't need my flight Mm-hmm. So, pumpkin, who got you fucked up this week? Well, besides this fried ice cream that I just ate. Um, fried ice cream, ma'am? Yes, ma'am. You've never had fried ice cream? I have. That's why I'm like, oh, okay. come again, again. It's, yes, ma'am. Yes. It's, listen, y'all know mm-hmm. Sherry loves snacks. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it got my stomach a little fucked up right now. But Let me tell you something. Besides... <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Besides that, um, you know what? It's fuck. Issa Rae's character and is insecure. I don't know. Like I haven't seen it yet. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. No, are you serious? Uh, okay, so Sunday after The Walking Dead, what was I doing? Oh, I think I switched back over to Netflix. Okay, so I've been on a Luther binge just watching Luther. Oh. And so I'm going to watch it, though, but sorry, I ain't. Normally, I'm on point with the TV. Normally, but this has been a very off week for me. So, besides Issa Rae, Cookie got me fucked up, y'all. Because (laughs) (laughs) you you have one job, man. One job. Listen, this means you got three jobs, mom. Three. (laughs) Get it right. When you watch it, you will see. And you will understand what I'm talking about, and just know that you're gonna be so pissed at her. So Did she fucked that boy. Do you really want to know? No, I don't. I watch it. Okay. Don't say nothing. <laughs> but um, listen, I think we all saw that coming. Her and um, I keep calling him Blue because I watched the game, whatever her boyfriend name is, um, on the show. They both <laughs> were, were Blue. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. I was like, this man looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is why I'm here. Okay. I'm here to connect the dots, poo poo. That's why I'm here. Yeah, you gonna have to. All mm-hmm. right. No, okay, yeah, so that's from. And he was totally different. No, he totally looks different on this show because he's all scruffy and just kind of yeah. got that bunny flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and he looks. So Blue looks taller in the game. I don't know if that's because London, Laura London is very short or if Issa Rae is really tall. But... I think it's because Issa Rae is tall and Lauren London is short. Okay. She just had a baby with Nipsey Hussle. I just found out who Nipsey Hussle was. Girl, yeah, um, Nipsey Hussle or whatever. I was like, I was like, who's this young man in the car? <laughs> With this, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. here for this. I can, very I can go to Home Depot and listen to this <laughs> in my earbuds. This, you know, I can I can paint a room listening to some Nipsey Hustle. This is right up my alley. I can save my house with some Nipsey Hustle in the background. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like. I really like them. I really do. Yeah, I'm old. I'm 31. <laughs> Girl. I told and you, that you like somebody's grandma. I told you I'm a woman of a certain age, honey. 
not of a certain age. I just, I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. Like, I just heard who Herbo or Gerbo is. Who? Exactly. I, so, apparently he's a Chicago rapper. So, but I heard Pearl talking about him, and I was like, okay, I don't, I don't get it. And then we watched Chicago Inc., and then he mm-hmm. went in to get a tattoo, or he, he came into the shop or something, and I was like, oh, okay, that's him. What I don't want to listen to his music. I don't know, Gerbo, Herbo, Big Herb, I don't know, Big Herb, Big Worm, I, I don't Big know. Big Herb, wait a minute. Okay, no, because I, for a minute, I used to listen to some drill, so I knew about, like, Lil Durk. And um, so, King Louie and Katie got banned. Okay, so I but, like King Louie because mm-hmm. I, I learned about him from Chicago Inc. too. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I like put the guns down, put put the guns down. <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> I like them because it all like it all started on Tumblr. It was this little girl. She made this song called Eat the Tea. <laughs> And Katie got dancing in the video, and from there, I was like, "Who are these children? What are they doing?" And I just had to know more, right? And here we are. But I, I haven't really listened to it as much. But I can't like like little Uzi Vert and little Yachty and Kodak. Like I'm just really trying to starting to learn who they are. And I no, no I don't. I listened no. to the Kodak Black interview on Combat Jet, and I was like. I'm good. I'm good. I like my rappers educated. I'm sorry. I like my rappers to be able to, yeah. you know, form a complete sentence. I'm 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 still old Tommy school Pitchy. with it, but unfortunately, I, my old school rappers are starting to piss me off in these 2016 streets. So I have to be very careful about who I listen to in interviews because as long as Redman don't let me down, they do. But as long as Redman don't let me down. I can survive. I think I can survive. You know survive what? Redman is ignorant. He's been ignorant from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we've just come to expect that of him, that he's just. But it's a different kind of ignorance, though. Like, right. he's ignorant, but he'll take care of his kids. Right. You you, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a difference. It's a, there's levels to this. Like, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's on the level like, where. Yeah. He's not like the waka flocka of, of rappers. Oh, God. What did Walker do now? I don't, I don't, I don't know. He's still on my shit list. He's talking about dip. Don't come from his dip. What you talking about? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I live for her. I love uh, her because... Um, you just sound like Marge Simpson. What's wrong with that? You said what? What's wrong with that? Look, as chairman of the Deep Voice Committee... You ain't deep like Deb. Deb I'm not, either, but when I have a cold, I can be listening. Or you can talk to me in the morning, girl. So, so. <laughs> I think everybody has a raspy voice in the morning, but I think Deb sounds like, what's that nigga name? From the Secret Garden. You know who I'm talking about. Barry. No. It's a Barry. First of all, if you don't know who Yes, he is, it's Barry don't White. Don't quote Barry. It's Barry. Barry White from the Secret God, the Secret Mr. Big Nasty, honey. You don't know, they don't know about Barry. Was on, his daughter was on, um, the, what's that show, the baby show on TLC when they used to, baby story, when they used to come on back in the day, and she was on Aww. there, and his big tail was on there. I was like, oh, look at Barry White with the slip back. 
Yes. Mary White is an icon and a legend. And I, like, between Barry White and Marvin Gaye, oh, listen, I love some Marvin Gaye. I Everybody had so knows. many boyfriends when I was a little Ooh. girl. They were my boyfriends. Like, and it was, <laughs> like, I could listen <laughs> to their music. And I didn't really, I didn't know all, you know, what it meant. But I just knew musically, like, yes. 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 Marvin Gaye is the shit. I stole from my daddy. He had oh. a Marvin Gaye live, live in concert CD in his car. Mm-hmm. I stole it. I still got it. It's I everything. Put my, um, let me tell you something. My daddy had Sexual Healing, the album. Yeah. I used to take that and play it on my little Fisher Price, on my little stereo. <laughs> Honey, I, like, I, used to st- I used to steal my dad's albums when I was little. And <laughs> I would get in trouble for it because if I scratched it, oh, God. Right, right. Honey. Yeah, my but grandma I got did. all the 33s and all that. Like, she still has a whole she has crates of records. You know they still have record players, right? And then you can She has a record player. Oh, okay. Girl, I I live for a good record. She drank her drink, and she, mm-hmm. listen, will put her put record your album on, on, put the little and nickel on top, yes. balance it. Mm-hmm. And she will, she will hand step or whatever they call it, hand dance in her hand living dance. room. Honey. Yes, in her living room by herself. She don't need nobody. She's an independent old woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I live for some Marvin Gaye. He, I watched, I remember I watched him on Motown 25 and he did his little segment. And mm-hmm. it just, it just flowed so naturally. Like, he just got out on the piano, and he just started talking, and when he said songs, you could make love to. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the audience was like, like, they just went crazy. Like, this was, like, back in the day, like, when you could just stand out for a nigga, like, and it was okay. Right. Like, watching Michael Jackson or something, and it was, but when he did it, it was, Mm, 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 mm. Right. Hold. <laughs> mm. Let me tell you we something. We need my music like that. We really do. Let me tell you something. I live for, for just my back in the day, music mm-hmm. and artists, and <sighs> they'll never be another. They nope. Growing mm. up, there, there used to be about? a um, there used to be a DJ out here called um, Bobby J. And I used to listen to it with my Ooh. grandmama and my mama, mm-hmm. with Miss Dingaling. Okay. That was the co-host. <laughs> yes, everybody, everything, everything got to be like that. We got Mr. C up here. <laughs> Mr. C? Mm-hmm. Or H-U-R. The one who mm-hmm. sleep with women? I mean, with No, women? no, no, oh. no, please. No, 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 not him. And you know what? I got one of his mixtapes from back in the day. That nigga really is talented, and it's sad that he's closeted because of the culture he works in. But he, that nigga can cut some. No, nah, you know what's sad? You what? know what's sad is that I'm not going to blame him, but I am going to blame him because he has a platform and he could have used his platform. And instead yeah. of him hiding behind this, he could just live his life and come out. And, I mean, of course, in the beginning, people are going to be like, they're going to be a little standoffish. But there's a community out there of people who will support you. I know. And that's the thing. 
Um, Well, okay, here's the thing. Isolation is real. Like, you don't want Mm -hmm. to be isolated. And I think for a lot of um, closet people, this is my, from my experience of having closeted friends, it is the fear of the rejection of it all because when you come out, you are going to lose people in your life. Right. And so I've seen it happen. I've listened. Yeah. I've watched my friends go through that. Yeah. And it's hard for them, but it's like you genuinely have to love yourself enough to just say, you know what? Fuck it. It is what it is. Right. Because, um, like, for me, the re- one, of the, one of the reasons why I, I do believe in marriage equality and things like that, I do believe that if you're in a same-sex marriage, you should be able to have those safeguards and protections that a regular spouse will be. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see how you can legislate against it. First of all, everyone has the right to pursue the pursuit of happiness. We right. all have these inalienable rights, right? right? People are Gay people have been living together and having families for years. Since forever. Since forever. And my thing is, is if you're in the hospital and your significant other wants to see you by your bedside, they, you two together should say this is what you want. Your mama, who cursed you out and hasn't been in your life for the last 20 years, does not have the right to come into the hospital right. and dictate who can and can't be at your bedside and how you're really, that's unacceptable to me. I don't believe Right, that. right. So, yeah, because I've seen that happen as well, like, um, this lady I used to work out with was telling me about how, like, her brother, he was gay, he was in a relationship for, like, 20 years with some guy. They had a house together and, you know, it was a really good life, but her brother got sick. And she was like, it was her and her brother's life partner who took care of him, like, changing his temper and mm-hmm. wiping the shit off his ass, this grown-ass man. And she was like, her family, they weren't there. They didn't, you know, talk to him or visit him or see about him or care about him. But the minute they, that he died, who was sniffing around asking about was it a will? Mm. Honey. So her being her, she, her brother was like, you know, I'm going to sign everything over to you and give you power of attorney because they can't contest it because you're my sister. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. he did it at the time, this was like maybe about five or ten years ago, oh, the family could have contested it and took everything if he gave everything to the boyfriend. Right. So he, but he said to his sister, like, and she was telling me, she was like, he told me, like, I'm trusting you to do the right thing. But please do it. And she did. She made sure, like, she got all the paperwork. She signed everything over in the house and all that stuff. She said the only thing she took was, like, some furniture he had. She gave it to her daughter. Because she had just and you can't be mad at that. that. Right. She was like, she was like, but she didn't need it because she had a good husband and a nice house and all that stuff. So she was like, I don't mm-hmm. need it. She right. turned all that stuff over to him. You know, she made. Right. I think they agreed to split some of the money, you know, with the life insurance, or whatever. But for the most part, the majority of everything went to the boyfriend. As and he requested. Right. Because he right. took care of them and they were together. Right. It's like, oh, you. How can you come in? And, and that's the part for me that just makes me. Like when people talk about oh what God wants and da da da, I'm like you you don't mean that you don't care about God. First mm-hmm. of all, you wouldn't turn your back on your family if you did. Okay. Secondly, you're just here for money. Like stop. Like I mean, and that's that's it. That, that was crazy to me. Like okay, you gonna sit there and tell them they're wrong, going to hell, and not be in their life all these years. But the minute they die, you want you got the 
the unethical. They want to use that Bible to manipulate others. Terrible. How do we get on this topic? I don't know. Who got very white one point? Girl, um, daylight savings. Because okay. <laughs> if it gets dark fast, and I and this is my favorite time of the year, but it gets dark so fast. <laughs> yes, it does. I was thinking that today. Because I'm like, dark, sometimes I'm like, well, I walk, go inside. Right, and it's like dark at 4.59. Sometimes I walk home, mm-hmm. and like I'm like, I ain't going to walk home in this dark-ass darkness. Y'all ain't going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. And I got to oh, walk past the homeless you. people, and there's no shade to homeless people, but it's, it's dark outside. <laughs> I need to be able to that see was... your hands. Girl, they're homeless. They're not going to steal your stuff. They're going to steal your house. Stop. No, it's just one It's just one that I walk past all the time. <laughs> and he'd be looking at me like he want to charge me, but it's, it's daytime, and he really can't mm-hmm. do that in public. So if it's dark, I feel like he would really get me, and they would drag me into their little tent, and they would rob me. OMG. Yeah, I'm not playing. Like, I'm I'm real serious. Like, they, they whole camp is serious. And I have to walk past that every day. And I have to walk <laughs> under an underpass. Mm-mm, I'm not doing it. I'm going to have to call me an Uber. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> I, when it's nighttime, uh, that's when it's like, okay, it's time for me to get in the bed. And I need mm-hmm. to be in my pajamas. That's mm-hmm. my life. And <laughs> today this I was out running my Listen, thank you. I'm black. Hashtag black. <laughs> Hashtag black. <laughs> <laughs> I was running hella errands today. I had shit to do. Yes. And then it got done. dark, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, where did the day go? Right. So I was out here running errands in the dark, and I was like, I just, I don't I don't like how it feels. Like, I should not be paying my light bill and having it look like it's 8 o'clock at night. I don't like this. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I don't like it, and it's cold. Who approved this? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with this weather. I want it to be colder. No, I want to go back. I I call it home, even though I ain't from there. I want to go back home. I miss it. It is warm, like around this time, like last year. I know around this time. It was, like, in the high 70s. Like, I remember I went to the beach on my birthday. I went to the beach in January. Like, I just, mm, I, can't, I can't. I can't. I cold. am accustomed to seeing the seasons change, and that's just, I, I, yeah. So. Until you, but until you experience. I will say this, though. <laughs> I, I will say this. I was like, experience. <laughs> you know, everybody a little bougie. But <laughs> I will say that Christmas was not the same last mm. year because I'm like, it's not cold. Y'all got, like, Christmas lights on palm trees. I can't really rock with this. Like, it just did not feel Christmassy. 
So I, I don't I don't know. Part. I've experienced a sixty degree Christmas, but it was it, more. It was like um, eighty degrees. It was eighty it was degrees. More, yeah, but th- this weather, it was more like an anomaly. But yeah. I didn't like it. But like Virginia, to think about where I'm at, like mm-hmm. it could be like seventy, eighty today, and then tomorrow it could be like. 30 degrees because I think it was like close to 80 on Monday and then it rained and now it's like freezing <laughs> and I don't have I don't have time for any of this like allow me some time to transition let me go from from fall to winter <laughs> we need I her. mean I need to see like Fall. I need to see the transition from summer to fall to winter. I need to feel that in my life. Right. I, I do. It, it it it's something about having warm fuzzy hats, socks, coats, slip slippers and robes. That's my ministry. Fall clothing is my ministry. Honey, fishnets are my ministry. But you've been talking about these fishnets. Let me tell you something. I <laughs> can't wait. Because you got me looking I, at them. I've been like, let me go see what, let me get a fancy design on these fishnets. And get you one with a design, get you some color. Girl, let me tell you something. It's something about my legs, my thighs, and fishnets. Yes. It's like the peekaboo. It's seductive it's because it's giving you peekaboo. Let's see if I can get a supervisory position. Let me tell you something. I wear my fishnet in the office. Oh, I I'm not, not gonna care. not wear them. I'm they gonna like whatever my whatever my legs got on it. Let me tell you something because I like to wear skirts in all year long. Mm-hmm. I don't go commando in the fall and the winter. You know, I approve. I just that's that's a little too much. But yes, and sometimes go full commando. But I will throw on a pair of fishnets and I will I will stomp through life. In them 40, 30, 20 degree streets. I don't care. I'm going to wear this. I'm, tights are my ministry. I love a good tight. Mm-hmm. Ribbed, cotton, color. It doesn't matter. I love them all. I'm trying to um, get into this. I'm, I'm trying. Let me tell you something. With a nice boot, honey, and a good um, a good pin skirt, um, um, pencil skirt, honey. That's my I ministry. Mean... That's my ministry. A nice mid thigh, my... mid length, you know, skirt, honey, and a nice tight and a nice boot, honey. Come through, and then you throw your throw the set it off with a scarf, girl. That's my entire ministry. I mean, that's my that all sounds it. nice. It sounds wonderful. My ministry and everything is, is hot and warm and comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I, it it does. It sounds wonderful. It sounds like a lot of work, but it sounds wonderful because my ministry is snacks. And so because I like snacks, my body looks like I like snacks. So I tend to go for whatever is closest to sweat tent material, but is approved for work. So Mm. that I want to go to work cute, but that's just, it just sounds like too much. Mm -hmm. Sounds like way too much. And then the tights roll up under your stomach and I just... (laughs) <laughs> that's just a whole lot. I don't believe in shapewear. Like I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I, mm, I need to be free. Minute. So you don't roll your tights all the way up to underneath your bra. Goodbye. I do. <laughs> 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 I'm over. 
<laughs> I will not wear a granny panty. But I will pull my, I will hike my tights up, honey. Yes, I will. And that's messing with my belly, my futa, my futa will be tucked, honey. Jackie. I tuck my futa in my tights. In my oh, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not doing that. No. Honey. No, I don't I do. like anything going over my belly button, so I can't. I'm not I sorry. Can't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I'm not. Or whatever. It's, it's just, it's, I love that look. I love, I love to dress up in warm clothing in the fall, in the wintertime. I love to put on a hat. I love a good scarf. I love getting me a new coat, a nice fall coat, a nice winter coat. Like, I like, these are a few of my favorite things. You know, with big wooden buttons, you know. Thank you, Luther. Yeah. <laughs> sure, whatever. That's my that's my fall aesthetic. But that's, you know, not really what got me fucked up or whatever this week. Um, Verizon got me fucked up by <clears throat> doing a refresh or up a something to my cable box. And all I know is everything that was on my DVR is gone. And then my phone oh, no. I... <sighs> Can they get it so back? I mean, it's Verizon. They should be able to. Let me tell you something. I am livid because I had the Wiz live on my DVR. Oh, it's so good, too. I, I still watch that because the Wiz is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I have yeah. the soundtrack. Um, I have a DVD. And I had it on my DVR because me and my daughter, we watched it. And, I, honey, I live. But I, nothing beats Neo dabbing on stage. Like, Oh, I was so mad. The entire thing. Me too. They did a really good job, and um, Amber Riley killed it. And um, it was on there. It was the Mickey Howard Love Under New Management, her um, TV one. Love Under New Management. I I used to watch that. Like, that was becoming like one of my movies that I watched. Like, how everybody watches The Temptations. Over yes. and over in the Jackson Five, over and over. I was watching the Mickey Howard story over and over again, honey. When Shaka Khan up in there, zooted out, honey. I was living. I don't think I've seen that before. Oh, so you have to watch. It was on TV One. Tiana Parrish executive produced it, and of course Eddie Winslow played Gerald Levert. I, I. I don't. I don't know why they keep bringing this nigga out, but I mean, he, he's 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 acceptable, I guess. I, I guess I reckon so. I mean, it was just TV one, so. But it was she did a good job. Tiana Harris did a really good job portraying Mickey Howard, and um, I just enjoyed it. And I had um, a couple things. And so Queen Sugar didn't record, and then my previous episode, but I went to club and none of my old episodes of, every, of the other shows that I had saved was on there. I was pissed. I mean, now I have to go back through and reprogram my DVR. And so Verizon got me fucked up because it's like... So first off, you need to call them and get you a discount. That's for sure. For my inconvenience. You're right. Yes. Mm -hmm. They they owe you a credit, okay? Mm -hmm. A free movie. The denomination does not matter. It just needs to be there. You need to be able to see it. Mm -hmm. It needs to be reflected in the bill. That's what we need. Mm -hmm. Because you run a business, okay? And they 
fucking it up. <laughs> Can you hear me now? I can't. Mm-hmm. You right. <laughs> you right. I'm going to get on there and be like, what the fuck, bro? This is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Highly unacceptable. And it's like, don't nobody got time for this at all. Nobody, none of it. It's like. How are you supposed to protect your magic if you can't even watch TV? <laughs> I just don't. Mm-mm. If you need me to write them a very sternly worded letter, I don't have a problem. Let me tell you something. It may need to happen. We may need to just dig up in this shit. I'll do it. I would do it in a minute. I do it all the time. Let me tell you something. You remember when we went to that restaurant and got that meal for free? Yep. <laughs> I had no problem with that at all. Like, I was so mad at that girl. Like, what you mean you didn't put our food in? <laughs> <laughs> you were. You just pissed. He was like, my food? Like, where is it? No, 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 she didn't put it in. It was sitting back there because the Oh, yeah, it was oh. sitting on the counter. It was sitting on the mm-hmm. counter. I'm like, yep. girl, we've been sitting yep. here for an hour. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you really fuck. think you finna get a tip? Are you thinking I'm finna pay for this food? Right. Mm. That's not, no. It doesn't work that way. Walk the hell girl. up out of there. So the only thing I paid for was that alcoholic beverage. Honey. And even then, I probably was not like, no, you tried it. <laughs> Ask with you smiley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's next on the agenda? Okay. So <clears throat> you ready for Queen Sugar? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's get into this bougie-ass, yellow-ass, I hate her so much. Okay, so Charlie Black ass um, knew she was wrong for making them um, workers and migrant workers stay. And if she didn't, they wouldn't have got murdered. So basically, y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> during oh, when oh, they were pre- like, you 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 in charge of this one. <laughs> so no, because you said you saw this. One. So basically, where everybody was prepared <laughs> for the storm or whatever, and Remy was like, "Okay, give me the money. I'll pay the workers. I'll send them home." And she was like, "No, like." We need the sugar cane in the ground. They're going to work. And so Remy was like, like, that's stupid. That's the worst thing you could possibly do right now. They have to take the bus, and the bus is going to stop running at a certain time. They're not going to be able to get there, blah, blah, blah. Like, giving her all the reasons why she should pay them and let them go. And Charlie said, no, they are going to work, which pissed me off because I thought that um, Ronaldo – Hansella was the farm manager, so why is she calling all the shots? So mm-hmm. that pissed me off right there. And then, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, you said that pissed me off. What did you call him, Ronaldo? Who? Hansella. Who was that? I don't know. Oh, you mean that? Okay, yeah, that's cute, cute. Okay. I mean, it just sounds urban, you know, fancy urban. And so. You mean Remy? No, I mean her brother. Oh. 
Ronaldo. Todd and Jeffrey, so, girl. <laughs> Todd Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga with two first names. So <laughs> I thought he was the farm manager. And so that pissed me off her calling shots when he's the farm manager. And then um, the fact that you're let, you're making these people work in these circumstances, and you know if they weren't um, migrant workers, you wouldn't do this. That pisses me off. People take taking mm-hmm. advantage of migrant workers, and so mm-hmm. she did all that. And then so when this show came on, they went out to check the fields. Um, so that was all after the storm, so or during the storm. So this episode, when they went out to check the fields to see if the sugar cane flooded, they were walking out and. They walk to the middle and they see two dead men, mm-hmm. and they were the migrant two of the migrant workers. They had been robbed and killed, and so the police, the sheriff comes, and Auntie Vi made them feel so bad because the police were like, "Okay, where they live, what's their name, you know, where where they come from, blah blah blah." They mm-hmm. had no answers. They couldn't answer. Everybody sitting there like, looking at each other. Right, and Aunt Vi mm-hmm. was like, "You don't even know their names, right. seriously." She was so disappointed in them. And so so that whole episode was about them being shitty employers, um, <laughs> just horrible employers. Um, yes, they were, being, with, they were unfit. They were. It was just, ugh, it was horrible. I was just so upset. I was just so upset because that is a big deal in our country with the treatment of, undocumented workers and it's like y'all they go out here and they do the jobs you don't want to and then you mm-hmm. get mad at them for doing the jobs that you don't want to you treat them like shit you pay them shit and then mm-hmm. you just think they're expendable mm-hmm. mind you they got people at home that they're dependent on just like you mm-hmm. like that's bullshit and to see I... it come from people that look like us made me even more mad Mm-hmm. And that's the thing we should demand more. We do expect more of each other in these situations because I expect as an my expectation, you know, is like as an African American, you should understand what it's like to be treated poorly, right? And you should um, the the fact that you could do it to someone else is just unacceptable. Right. It is. And and, and for me, my as some I used to work um with um in an office where people worked with uh, migrant and tribal communities. You know, mm-hmm. looking at some of the challenges that they face, first of all, they are the most vulnerable. Mhm. Because you could literally do anything to them and nobody There's no trace of them. No one's going to say a word, right. Right. and that is sad and scary. And yep. then also too, when they're out in those fields doing that labor, um, one of the things they, because nine times out of ten, both mom and dad are going to go out there because, you know, you don't just go out there and pick apples and get paid. You right. have to pick like twenty four hundred pounds of apples in order yes. to make like ten dollars. Like it's yeah. not a game. Like when when they talk about doing that skill work, that they get paid so they get paid like ten cents an apple. 
So and they're out there like friend. all day. Like I mean, I'm, I'm it, that's not the figure, but it's something like minimal like that. It's really the way it adds up in order for them to even see any kind of money, how much they have to produce or production they have to put out. It's ridiculous. It doesn't add up. It's, and it, you know you it wouldn't tolerate it. And my mm-hmm. thing is like they get up early in the morning because they, it's not like they're already scheduled to go into this job. No, mm-hmm. they got to go out and stand in front of a, a Lowe's or a fucking job center to see if somebody's going to drive past in a truck to come pick them up to go to a work site. That's not mm-hmm. that. So they can't even, they don't even know if they will work that day. And then when they mm-hmm. if they do work, they're gonna work for pennies. Like, that, come on, tell me how that's fair. And you're bitching and complaining because they picking oranges, my nigga. Really? Are you gonna my pick nigga, the orange? I work. I ain't doing lady. that shit. Let me tell you something. And I work with this lady, and um, she made a comment about migrant workers. You know, blah 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 blah. And I looked at her. I said, "Honey, if you lost your job today." First and foremost, you are not going to go and pick apples. Right. She's made the comment so much as foreigners are stealing our jobs. I said, first of all, they're not stealing our jobs. We work in an office, and there are no Latino people in here. <laughs> what the fuck does that tell you? But you're working right now. Right. Is your job stolen? <laughs> Bitch. Like, oh, God. And it was just you like are me. literally... At a desk right, right now. now. What Collecting job did they steal from you, Bethany? She, but see, she was she was talking that shit, and I was like, "Honey, this makes no sense to me." And oh. I was like, "You're not gonna go out there and pick cabbage. You're not gonna go out there right. and, and sweep floors and DM. You're not gonna do any of that shit. Like, bitch, shut the entire fuck up. Like, right? I don't want to hear it. And it's." But the thing that I saw from where I worked was that because mom and dad both worked in the field, sometimes they had to leave their children in the truck mm-hmm. at the farm. Mm-hmm. Some of those children were kidnapped and oh abused and raped Traffic. and murdered. Some of those children, you know, because they was, you know, just needed a place to play, were playing on the farm machine and got mangled. Uh-huh. You know, it, it, they are vulnerable and and this was at the time, the height of when, you know, migrant workers were really under attack. So mm-hmm. we relied on donations from corporations to, you know, help fund, you know, programs that fed these communities, like gave mm-hmm. them, you know, access to health care and dental care and checkups and doctor visits and things like that. And they stopped donating money. And it's like when they had to close down those Head Start centers, you know, because parents would drop their kids off at Head Start, and there the children, you know, were safe. They had, you know, they learned, you know. They got a hot meal. They got meals, yes. They um, And also they used to take them to the doctors to get physicals and checkups. And, and, and yeah, the little, and stuff like that. Uh, the little dental bus would come. Yep. I've seen it. Yeah, they had the dental yeah. bus or the clinic bus or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that sometimes that's the only care those kids that's the only health care they get right and so my thing was and you mad like, you mad and your ass roll up into the goddamn uh Bayview uh physicians group and get mm-hmm. all your needs get all your your blood work drawn you know you can go to your little specialist they can't do that like right. your ass got insurance it's, what are you mad it, about it, it, it so this is why um 
the um, below children, whatever their names are, were terrible people. Because the who? The who? Whoever Charlie and and um, Jeffrey. Oh, Tim the Bo- the Boudreaux and, or the border yes, the border 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 patrols. Whomever they are, <laughs> <laughs> them, they, they are were terrible horrible children. children. Oh, horrible children. <laughs> You y'all, y'all was rapping children. You just said, right. <laughs> 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 I didn't ask you for anything. I didn't ask you for anything. That didn't know that I had hand in there. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, God. I love that movie. I don't ever love that movie. If y'all didn't that, I don't care. Let me tell you something. That is a classic. That is something that I will never not quote. Exactly. It has so many quotables. It's it's just so good. All the quotables. And um, so the other part to that, um, wait, did we talk about that? We did talk about what happened next. Let me hush up real quick. I'm trying to remember because that's – I'm trying to remember. So she still ain't fucking oh, Hollywood. What else? Hollywood came back, and that's when um, Sun Sun met the girl, the brown skin girl, because they were yes, cleaning up the field. They and were stuff. cleaning up, so he's smitten. You know, he's 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 found some little brown sugar, and mm-hmm. you know, because he ain't never had experience with a black girl, and he don't know how to act. Nose wide open, honey, and she's a nice little black girl. Yes, he is. He's very smart. Mm-hmm. She's time enough for him. She'll learn another thing or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What happened with Nova? She was somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, who cares? So, <laughs> <laughs> so this week's episode, um, it opens up. Nova and Reagan Gomez is in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on. Mm-hmm. Reagan Gomez got ass. I don't know if y'all think it, but I think it. I was happy. So, <laughs> so her and Nova's in the kitchen talking, and apparently Nova has won some award or something. And so, um, they they end up getting into an argument, or they were discussing something, and they move on. But later on in the episode, they get into an argument because. Basically, Reagan Gomez called her out and was like, you was for the people, but you was fucking with a white cop, though. Ooh. And so, yeah, like, she she pulled her card on that one. And so she's like, you're, you're being the total opposite of what you profess to be or what you profess to care about. So that was... Somebody had to say it. Exactly. Exactly. And, that, I mean, she was a white married cop. Mm. Like, just, girl antithesis of all black problems. But um <laughs> then, <laughs> and then so um in the morning everybody's at the house at not at Aunt Bob's house but at the other house and um Blue is getting ready for school and what's her name? Lily? Brenda? Darla. Darla was in the back getting blue ready for school, uh, that comes in and she's like, oh, Darla, I'm sorry you came all the way over here, but you wasted your gas money. 
And um, she was like, but Rodney told me I could take him to school. And so Rodney mm-hmm. comes up, and he's like, oh, it's my fault. I forgot to tell you she's going to take him. So Darla takes him to school. Um, but when Ross Angel goes to pick him up, um, the teacher was like, I need to talk to you. We need your aunt by to sign this paperwork to go to a field trip. And he's like, well, I'm her, I'm his dad. Like, I can sign the fucking field trip permission slip. Like, I can give you permission. And she's like, no, you know, Violet is his, um, is his legal guardian. guardian. She has to mm-hmm. sign it. And so he was pissed off, and he's like, I'll take care of it. And so um, then Charlie, um, Charlie, they're all talking about the, the sugar cane. They start talking farm stuff. I ain't smart when it comes to farm stuff. So <laughs> it just went over my head. I was like, okay, farm. And so, but they were like, okay, Charlie, you're going to find us a deal for the meal because they have to grind up the sugar cane. And so Charlie goes to this man and she meets with him. And he's, like, giving her, you know, the rundown of all this stuff. And the deal was 60-40 with, uh, in favor of the farmers. So the farmers would get 60, the mill would get 40 to grind up their stuff. And so Charlie was, like, she goes back to her aunt and she's, like, why is it so high? Like, who, why are we, why are y'all farmers paying 40%? She says that's what they do. Like, they pay that, come to find out. Um, she was like, they, they do that to all the farmers. They're also related to, what's the, what's the white man from the beginning episode that wanted to buy the farm? You know what I'm talking about? The white man that wanted to buy, he was the crooked white man wanted, that she was at the auction with. and he Oh, him, the little wrinkly yes. uh-huh. So, yeah, uh, Colonel Slimlight. So he is related to... They're the same family, basically. The, the the man who wanted to buy the farm is related to the people who own all the mills in the oh, parish. Oh, so, yeah. Right. So And there's nowhere else to go. The, the man who wanted to buy the farm has his own mill, and so he doesn't need to go anywhere because he grinds his own. So mm-hmm. Charlie takes that away, and so um, – the little light-skinned boy, he sees the little brown girl. Um, he can't go to school. They, his Okay, so I up. did see up to that part. Mm-hmm. They, they call his old school, and they yep. told them about the incident with the little girl who right. got the dick ticket. It wasn't even his dick. And it wasn't his. Uh-huh. And so um, that was like, just let him go to public school or he said he would just go to public school and she was like no you won't and um, I was like why not like plenty of people went to public school I was one of them and Charlie was like yeah and I don't want him to be like you didn't mean that (laughs) and um, I was like yes you did but anyway (laughs) I mean (laughs) (laughs) my thing I ain't doing bad though like I got a Mm -hmm. house now she got a boat she got a man mm-hmm. to love her. What is there to worry about? And so, um, so that was like whatever. I think, me personally, I think mm-hmm. he needs to go to a black school for a while. I really do. He does. Now that I agree with he, you, he yeah. needs it. He needs it. He 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 doesn't get it because when mm-hmm. Charlie is trying to explain to him the way things are set up in the world, 
his thing is, oh, everything's not about race. Everything's not about race. Yeah, it is. exactly the opposite, son. Everything is about race. Right. Everything is about, she's like, well, and then she did say, she said, yes, it is. It's about race, and it's about the fact that your daddy is a is a uh, famous ball player, a millionaire ball player. So it kind of is. And so she mm-hmm. just wasn't getting it. So I do agree that he needs to go to a, a public school, but Charlie ain't trying to hear it. So hopefully she listens because he needs he needs it. He needs a reality check. Plus, he needs to be around some people that look like him and then know does. how to operate in black culture. You And, you know, that is a skill that you have to have as a black person, and it's sad. Yeah. It's sad, but you definitely need that. And yes, I um, totally agree. The thing about it is, is he just needs to be grounded. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be too, too set apart because technically, you know, his entire life he's been in the best schools. It won't kill him to do high school. Right. He's like, Even if he does a his, couple years. Right. His foundation has already been set. It's already been set. He'll be fine. And uh, all right, so he um he the the little brown girl comes to his house because he in the beginning of the show he went and saw her at her cheerleader practice or dance practice. I saw that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she comes over to the house and they're talking or whatever. And I think she said something about him going to public school or something like that. So mm-hmm. anyway, he explained to her the whole private school situation what happened and so she was like so the girl had some pictures of some boys thing in her phone and he was like yeah and she was like was she white and he said yep and she was like "Mm -hmm." Mm mm-hmm honey (laughs) she's too woke she's too woke and so um they were talking or whatever and then he just started staring at her and this is my favorite part she was like if you go do it do it what she say? If you're gonna do it, do it. It's not getting any early, and I gotta go home. Honey, <laughs> yes, you know listen. what you want, little girl. <laughs> okay, like just let's come on with it. Cause see, and I was looking right. at him, and I finally figured out what it was about his face. It looks like someone started to draw it, and then erased it and never finished it. <laughs> I don't like his face. I. I, you know what? Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> Ignorant bars. Okay. <laughs> Ignorant bars. And so, um, <laughs> so what happened? So, yeah, Reagan and Noah got into an argument. And mm-hmm. then, oh, Hollywood said that he is, um, he is filed for divorce because he's trying to prove to Aunt Vi that he's getting his life together and he means business. He gave Ralph Angel a banging-ass haircut in the kitchen. I was like, yes, this okay. This is the uncle you want. And then... Um, <laughs> that is the uncle that you want. Somebody can give you a nice-ass lineup without pushing your shit back. Um, yep. he, and without that Beijing bullshit. Um, and, and, um, so, so Charlie goes back to the male people to talk more about, you know, the whole process or whatever. And I think they, she told, oh, she went to, yeah, I think she did go back to them and they offered her 
$400 million for the farm. What they showed mm-hmm. her was that their farm was in, so where their farm was, was basically in the middle, and they owned all of the land around it. So they were mm-hmm. smack dab in the middle, and so they offered her $400 million. So she comes, So she comes back to the family, and she told them, but she did a little mm-hmm. research, too, and she comes back, and she's like, what, like, can you please explain to me, Aunt Vi and Mr., um, Mr. Granddaddy, I don't know his name. And so mm-hmm. I know, she's mm-hmm. like, can you, yeah, she's like, um, can, like, can you explain what's going on? Like, how do we own this? So um, Vi was like, okay, well, your dad told us, her and Uncle Granddaddy, to not say anything unless you ask, because this is all he ever wanted for y'all. But what it is is that your great-grandparents were, um, oh, my God, the word just lost me. Sharecroppers. Sharecroppers. Uh-huh. Yes, they were sharecroppers. The land belonged to them. Um, then they left. They went somewhere else. They worked really hard. They sent money back. They bought the land because the um, those white people had fell on hard times. So they mm-hmm. bought the land. When they got on their feet, they wanted to buy the land back. And Great Granddaddy said, no, no, keeping it. So when. So the white people basically went to the bank and the bank, quote, unquote, lost the deed to the land. So they couldn't prove that the black people owned the land. So they also started, so the granddaddy, I think there was an auntie and a couple more of the family members, those white people hung them. Mm. Once all of that had transpired, the deed was magically found to prove that the black people owned actually owned that land. And so ever since then they've been trying to get that land back from them. No. <clears throat> Can't that have shit cut so hard. It's so true. That's it how it so went. True, and I was just yep. like, not only like you just like you just the hate never stops. It just mm-hmm. it just never stops, and white people would do whatever they want to get it. Mm-hmm. They they will run over whomever they need to to get what they want. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. I think I cried a little bit. I, I really do because I was just so. That I just wasn't, I was not ready for the ending. Mm. I was not ready. And so they, Charlie went outside because she was upset, and Nova and Ralph Angel followed her. And, you know, they were like, like our, our family bought and paid for this land over and over and over again. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? We ain't going nowhere. They ain't finna nope. get it. So at this point, we're going to see them take a stand and keep, try to do whatever they need to to keep this land, get this land producing some crops. I hope they come up with a plan to find another mill because 40% mm-hmm. is a whole lot of money to be giving somebody for grinding up some damn sugar. And, and, cause and I was going to like, say, like, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, I was going to say for Charlie, like, if, because back from where I had to stop it, they were saying they were waiting for the migrant workers to come back. And they never, and never came back. Up. Mm-hmm. 
So, so my granddaddy was, said he was going to find somebody. Right. But my thing was like, you know what, they may have to just, you know, treat the soil as best they can this season. But if they start grinding, then maybe they can, you know, spend a little bit of money to buy the machinery and they can start grinding for people. And then, you know, of course, I'm pretty sure people who can't afford to go to the Y people will come to them. Mm-hmm. Undercut them there there has bit. to be something, even if all the farmers get together and do like a co-op situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where everybody goes in and you grind your own shit. Or, yep. you know, y'all all put in and y'all all put in to hire some migrant workers to grind it for you. But these now, these, now you're reaching out to other communities because now y'all have a co-op, so y'all all get a mm-hmm. portion of that, and now you're extending it to another community. Now they're mm-hmm. going to have consistent work, you know, mm-hmm. something they can depend on because it's, it's not going to be a one-week situation. So they will grind, I guess they grind in the winter and plant in the summer. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a year-long job. Like I don't know the ins and outs of farming. I don't pretend to know the ins and outs of farming, but I just feel like something can be done. Right, there's a solution, and right. hopefully they find it, but they're going to have to really put their heads together and right. think through what that is, what it's going to be, what it's going to look like. And they can do it, you Absolutely. know. They can do it. One of the things that I saw that really, really, really um, got me was when Charlie was in the kitchen mad when they were in school called and was like, we need to talk to you and your husband about your son's previous incident. Mm-hmm. And Charlie was like, you know, well, why does, you know, he they call him and, you know, Vi's all like, oh, well, that's his daddy. And right. so he was, she, Vi was sitting there talking about, well, you know, the man's got a right to be in his child's life. And, and Jeffrey Todd was in the background like, ain't this a bitch? And I was like, you know what? Right. That is bullshit. Because it is. How are you so forgiving of Davis? but you're not so forgiving of Darla. Exactly. Honey. And I think she thinks she's tough loving them, but that's mm-hmm. you're going about it the wrong way because what you're going to do is you're going to make Ralph Angel and Darla run off mm-hmm. with Blue, and, and none of y'all going to see him. And that's exactly what you don't want because he's, you know, he's a convict and she's a druggie. And you, do, you just don't want to put, you don't want to put that pressure on them but you want to allow them, you want to allow them the space to get themselves together while trying to parent this little boy, mm-hmm. this exceptional little boy. Like they really yeah. want to be in this little boy's life. Like I wish I knew this kid in real life because I just want to give him all the hugs. He's oh, a, he's precious. Uh, I just he's just great. He's a great kid, mm-hmm. and I love when he says pop. <laughs> I see you like a pop. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> oh, you guys. She's adorable. So, next episode, I'm excited to see, you know, what's going to happen on that. Um, hopefully, they can come out with a plan, maybe meet with some, you know, other farmers in the terrace to come up with something because they're gonna they can't do it alone. One plus side is that they're not I say they're not like the average farmer because they do have some money to play with. Mm-hmm. If that makes they're not they're not poor black farmers. Right. So they do and have something. They do. And that's cool. 
you know, is that they have to really get together on this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what it all falls down to. They got to yeah. get together and do it and not, you know, be caught up in their own shit. And I think they can. Yeah. I think once Charlie pulls her head out her ass, I think I think she can get it. She Charlie, yeah, she can. She's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. She's going to be okay. So that was Double the Sugar. We got double diabetes. The sugar, double the fun. <laughs> Finally got that. Okay, so let's see. Um, all right, so you wanted to talk about the male birth control articles that you saw in the news. So, yeah. So very smart brothers. One of them, one is so very smart. Panama <laughs> decides he wants to write an article. First and foremost, there's a male birth control injection if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. that came out and they were doing testing for or they were doing a, a control group for it to, to see, you know, the side effects and all that. And the men in the con- in the control group or testing group, however they want to call it, they, is it trial? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So oh, wait, the, the men, control group and then the, wait, 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 wait. The entire thing is called a trial, right? Yes, yes, the trial, Okay. Yes. So the men in the trial that were taking the birth control, the actual birth, male birth control, were experiencing symptoms similar to women. And these men are actually the people who are running the trial, halted the experiments because it was too much for the men. <laughs> it is way too much for you to feel what these women who are taking birth control. Now, as someone who has taken birth control, I, um, mm-hmm. it, it's funny because I remember in in a particular group, Facebook group that went in, there was a post about birth control, and the women were in there talking about it. And see, what I don't like is when men decide they want to mm-hmm. butt into women's issues and don't know what the mm-hmm. hell they're talking about. And this one particular man, I was going through, I was like, you know, this, it, this can, the birth control does this, it does that, does this. And this man was going to tell me, oh, it's not, it's not that bad. My wife took it. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, me and your wife ain't got the same body. Number two, <laughs> you can't tell me how the fuck I felt when I took birth control. You can't tell me that my hair falling out, my face full of acne, depression, mm-hmm. throwing weight up, gain. cramps, weight gain, uh, fucking blood loss, You can't t- or not even getting your cycle, you can't tell me that it's not that fucking bad. And then you can't mm-hmm. tell me that you're going to halt a trial because it was too much for you. So Panama's punk ass, decides he wants to write an article saying, oh, basically you just need to calm down. It ain't that deep. And it sucks to be a woman. So after his ass got dragged for dear life, he comes back and he's like, you know what, guys? You know, after after I listened to everything that you had to say, I reevaluated myself and I realized that I said some fucked up shit. And let me explain to you why I was wrong. And that's where he had me fucked up because the article was like, it basically was like, 
I'm still so much better than you guys because I can point out where I was wrong. Like, he just wanted credit. It, it wasn't like, I'm truly sorry. I said some fucked up shit. I'm truly sorry. Nothing, you know, I don't know what it feels like to be a woman, but I sympathize. I have empathy for you guys. No, it was just like, I don't know. It was just, it was just stupid. It was just, he was a dick. And I just, I can't, I can't fuck with Pamela no more. I really can't. Like, I enjoy reading Very Smart Brothers. I won't, I won't support Panama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so you're only here for Damon? I don't know. I like Damon Young. He has I have to see how the wind blows. Tell him, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like, um, what's her fucking name? Um, Agatha? Yeah, I like Agatha, um, mm-hmm. and I was reading Panama's. I was reading Panama's um, articles faithfully, but after that, I just can't. I, I he just he makes my ass itch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, my thing is, <sighs> somebody's always. You know what I'm saying? Just some nigga is always gonna just open his mouth about what we go through. And the reality is, I think. Okay, here's my thing: you take this birth control and you see how horrible it is, may and you halt it. Maybe you know you change birth control, the chemical makeup of it, so it doesn't cause these, or you reduce right. it for women as well. That's my thing. Uh-huh. They didn't think to say, you know what, you guys, not only are we going to stop taking this and halt this, we're going to do better for you, and we're going to figure out a way to make it better for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't, that never crossed their mind because y'all don't give a fuck about women. All you want to do is stick your little nasty dinglings in a hole. That's all you care about. <laughs> and y'all ain't shit. I can I, you know. <laughs> calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> um, as of, unfortunately, as the only um analog girl in digital conversation, <laughs> I will say there are some redeeming qualities to the penis. However, there, there are. I like both. The people I like both. The penises are attached to are ridiculous are, because. They yeah. get to be human beings. They get to be considered, and it's like, uh, y'all suck. Mm-hmm. I, mm, they just suck. They suck. They yeah. Suck. <laughs> yeah. It just. It really. It just. I'm sick of men making decisions about my body. You don't know what the fuck I go through, and my like. Y'all don't fucking understand, like, chronic PMS is a thing. Fucking, I know women who take, not over-the-counter medication, prescription drugs for cramps. I know women who, when when their cycle comes, it feels like death to them. I know women Mm -hmm. who have been on their cycle for months. Months, my nigga. Losing blood. Y'all niggas yeah. can't even pass a fucking gallstone. Y'all want to cry over a fucking 
<laughs> y'all niggas can't catch a cold without crying. <laughs> Let alone bleed for an entire month. Ugh. Mm-hmm. The audacity. Like, y'all niggas should be ashamed of yourself. Really, you really should be. You really are selfish. That's It's just very selfish to think this way and to not, I mean, it was just an opportunity right there to just really understand what women are going through and, and just try to figure out a way to make it better. My and thing is, why, okay, clearly I believe that only men make tampons because those aren't, aren't even comfortable. Men must men clearly make tampons because it's like <laughs> why are they still a thing and why are they so uncomfortable still? They have to because you know what? They don't want to see them big ass pads. I wear pads. Fuck that. Listen, I can't. <laughs> I refuse. This is not my ministry. Let me tell you something. I um I admire what you're doing with your with your cup, and um, I'm here for now, it. we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a cup episode because I gotta spread the gospel. I I really do. Like I think I'm gonna buy one and try it. You and need to. Like so that I, way just, I, can... I really, it's the best thing I've ever. One of the best things I've ever done when it comes to my body. I I really appreciate it. Like I want to. For one thing, I want to find a way to get this to homeless women because I read an article and and I never thought about that. I never thought about the fact that, mm-hmm. you know, oh, shit, what do homeless women do that time of the month? They don't have yep. money for it. Like, so they just walk around bleeding. They're basically free bleeders and not by choice. And so um, I was like, this would be perfect for them. So that's my mission. I'm trying to figure out a way to get this to as many homeless women as possible because it's amazing. It lasts from 10 to 12 years. It, this, I found them. Mine only cost $10. I got two in the box, so basically $5 a piece. So I got them for, you know, t- 10 to 12 years. I can wear it all day. I, you know, dump it in the morning, dump it at night, pop it back in and go about my business. I work out. I can swim. I can just, I can do all of that without a fear of accidents or toxic toxic shock syndrome. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to dry out your coochie. Like, it's mm-hmm. so many benefits. Y'all need to treat yourself and get you one. Yeah. Seriously. And that, that, but that, you know, the other part to that, yeah, about the homeless woman not being able to, um, you know, have that dignity. Mm-hmm. You know, during that time of the month is is real. And there's um, actually a few um, little girls that I've seen um, in my pursuit of of black girl magic on the internet on our interwebs. They started um, handing out care bags to women yes. with you know sanitary napkins and, and basic toiletry needs. Yeah, and it's real. And it, yeah, it's 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 crazy. We just don't the stuff we don't think about. Right. You know, so I um honestly I legit if men want to step into this realm and really see what it's about what it's like to be a woman and they realize oh my god I can't take it yeah that's some bullshit yeah 
and then to say, yeah. you know, it sucks, you know, when they say, he was like, oh, it sucks to be a woman. Hmm. You don't say. Hmm. You're saying. Shocking revelation. Hmm. I, I just, hmm. Hmm. male privilege, I tell you. Uh, wow, it's real. Privilege is real. It is. I wish I had some. <sighs> I don't have no, well, I lied because I got light skin privilege, so never mind. Yeah, she's very light skin. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that's my rant about Panama. It's fuck him season. It's fuck him year. You know, I don't, I don't see it for him no more until he redeems himself, and I don't know if that'll ever happen. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to come up with like a fancy snack cake or something to make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, there's. I haven't given up on very smart brothers yet, but it. I get it where it was condescending and it just was unnecessary. It was like my nigga, nobody right. to hear any of that. It was like he was short on material to write, and it was like, let me just take a stab at this. And then the only reason I feel like the only reason why he apologized is because he they BSB in whole would have lost so many female readers. So I felt like he was made to, he was made to apologize. I don't think, I think he would have doubled down in this shit if they wouldn't have made him. Hmm. I, I I can't call it because I don't know what be going through these men's minds when they do these things. But my thing is, it's like, look, if you don't have a uterus, if you're not going to pop anybody out your, your ass anytime soon, please shut the fuck up. Right. Like, I don't want to hear your thoughts, your things. And I don't know if I'm doing it to myself by even reading, you know what I'm saying, what they mm-hmm. have to say. It's like, you know, it's going to be some bullshit because how the fuck would they know? Right. Like, and how You would know what? Know? That is my first mistake. I shouldn't have read it. <laughs> but I thought, you know, I thought, I'm like, okay, you know, these are very smart brothers. Like, they usually are pretty good about everything right. else. They're usually <laughs> right on target. They're usually right up there with what I'm thinking. And, you know, and I just started reading VSB. I've only been reading them since I've known you. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, it's like from what I've been reading, like, okay, these we're, we're like-minded. But he just, he just fucked me up with that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. And um, I, we just gonna have to wait and see. Okay. You know, it's still we fucking just, season. <laughs> huh? It's still fucking season. Okay, I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad. But um, so here's something that I think. Would be interesting. Okay. And this is something that comes up all the time. But with this new crop, I think maybe we can kind of dust this little gem off and kind of get into it tonight. Okay. Okay. Why do so many black male comedians go viral by mocking and and imitating black women? So. There's a class of black male comedians on Instagram who derive laughs from portraying black women. There is a popular Suzanne, a crazy, extremely jealous Jamaican girlfriend, um, played by Prince um, uh, Prince Marnie. Uh, 
Um, there is also the famous T.T., who one of my personal favorites. I like T.T. Um, what sometimes is T.T. is, blame it on Quay, he be wearing the, um, the lipstick, the bowl. Yes, lipstick. yes. T.T., honey, yes. T.T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is sometimes insecure and argument to the black woman played by blame it on Quay. While these and other Instagram comedians um, have some pretty funny skits, one has to wonder what it means that so many black male comedians have to mock and imitate black women to go viral. So <clears throat> the stereotypes these comedians play on vary. The widely accepted image of the angry black woman, our attitudes, our jealous rants, our hunger for drama, laughs, and social media fame often follow. And then, um, but why? It seems that both in mainstream and black culture, lampooning black women is the fast way to get laughs. While some of these skits are admittedly funny, admittedly kind of funny, the overarching theme does, doesn't have us laughing. What say you? So I've heard this argument broken down in a number of ways. I've heard, you know, like Eddie Griffin and, you know, his ilk say, like, you know, I ain't never going to wear no motherfucking dress. Why does a black mm-hmm. man got to wear a dress to be funny? And blah, 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 blah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I know that there are some women who feel like their portrayal, um, they're highlighting the negative aspect of African Americans. And that it isn't necessarily all positive. And then there are some people who are like, you know, it's funny, they're just trying to get a check or whatever. But the question is, it's like, why so many? And like, it seems like they're. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's for me. It, it, I think the question is like, are you laughing with us or laughing at us in your portrayal? And uh, when you highlight some of these attributes, when other people see it, it feeds into the already existing stereotypes of African American women. Okay, so. I'm not fucked with when it comes to these comedians. Like, it's funny to me. I feel like in this situation, maybe hit dogs are hollering. Um, mm-hmm. And at this point, white people going to think what they want to think anyway. It don't matter what we mm-hmm. do. It don't matter what we look like. This is our culture. This is what we do. This is This is who we are. We turn up, we turn down. You know what I mean? Like, we, like we, this is what we do. This is how yeah. our women act sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is our nature. And I'm not saying that we're angry, but you know what I mean? Like, we we don't like people trying us. You know what I mean? We quick to read. We quick to get somebody together. This, I don't look at it as exploitation. I find it comical. And I just feel like we can't, we can't, pick everything to be offended about. We just mm-hmm. can't because we'll never make any progress that way. Like, we, we won't. At this point, let's stop caring about what white people feel about us. Let's stop right. caring about the fact that white people think we're angry. We are angry. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. We're angry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're angry because they're looking at us and we're not angry. So that's making us <laughs> angry. So, you know what I mean? Like, at this point, we are today. angry. Right. Like, it's okay. It's okay to be mad. It's okay 
to express that you're angry. It's okay to not let a motherfucker try you. It's 2K16. Now, right. the thing is, is but though, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I don't personally feel fucked with, but I see this enough to want to, to wonder, like, what is the issue, really? Is it tied up in um, homophobia? Is it tied into um, transphobia? Like, what is it? About, I think with because, the men, it is that. That's what it is because a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of the male comedians are saying, you know, I'm not going to wear a dress, you know, because that they don't want to look or seem or appeal to be gay. And I think with the mm-hmm. women, it's just, you know, you guys are mocking us or you're portraying us to be these angry women and this isn't what we are. And it's like, who cares? Then there's also the other side of that is it seems like a woman couldn't, you know, paid to be a woman. Women are not funny. And so it's like, okay, a man is out here actually getting paid doing the same thing that I'm already living. And some women feel that, you know, it's a little sexist on their part. You know, like, okay, you're getting on, you know, gaining popularity, mocking women. But the same attributes that women portray is this not considered funny. Right. So there's all, there's all kinds of ways to slice and dice it, but I, you know, I, I love Joanne, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I like Joanne. I like that fat one. I like the one with the braces. He is my favorite. Mm-hmm. The one who mm-hmm. played uh, Keisha, I think, is Keisha. Um he, The brown boy with the braces, and he plays... Tisha or Tisha, maybe Tisha. I don't mm-hmm. know, but <laughs> I think it's funny. I really do. I'm not bothered. I'm just, I got bigger fish to fry. Let me tell you something. I'm not bothered. I'm not going to be bothered. I don't have time to be bothered, but I think <clears throat> I want, I do I do want to have the dialogue there because I have thought, hold on. I think the dialogue is relevant. I think it's valid. Yeah. And it begs the question, like, what is, what is it? Why does that, why does it happen that way? I'm right. curious to know what that is. And um, also, Yeah, I'm just curious to know what that is or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it is a good um, – it is something that could be delved into more, like, on both sides. It would be interesting mm-hmm. to get the opinion of the male comedians. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, these women are entitled to their feelings, so I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say because I'm not fucked with that you should not be. I totally understand that. You have – just like you have a right to be angry, you know, you have a right to be upset about this. So I'm mm-hmm. not, I hope that is not how it came out. But, um, yeah, I, it is a big conversation that can be had. I don't want to yeah, have it. <laughs> <laughs> leave it at that. You just leave it at that, okay? <laughs> but I saw the article, and I was like, okay, I, I read it like, okay, are they going to be hating on these guys, or is mm-hmm. this really a legit concern? 
Mm-hmm. And I don't think they really addressed it, but it got me to thinking, you know, like, dang, like, yeah, like, why is that? But it's, and then, it's in, just in this a, article, did they reach out to any of the comedians to get their thoughts on it? Of course not. Okay. Of course not. I think it was a bunch of hot takes. Hmm, okay. You know. Let's just write one side of thing pieces. That's how people do nowadays yeah. anyway, but. I took a little per- further, and I thought about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I didn't I'm... know, like, all the stuff that kind of popped into my head, I didn't really know, like, okay, this is it, which one is it, or why is it? Mm-hmm. Which I don't, I doubt there really is an answer to it, but. I mean, yeah. it would be interesting, so the mocking part, like, are you laughing at us or are you laughing with us? It would yeah. be, I mean, but how many girls, how many black girls have you yourself as a woman laughed at, like, this bitch train of funny, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, she, this is my girlfriend, Kim, she quick to go off, you know, but it's funny. She, you know, she turns up, that's, it's, that's her thing. She's hilarious. Like, but that's <laughs> a little different because that's who you are. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't call it. I can't call this one. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting. Maybe we'll pose it to the Facebook group and we'll see. Yeah. You know. Definitely. And um, if you're listening to the show and you're not in the Facebook group and you would like to, you are welcome to join. Um, we are a tight knit community. Um, we do trust exercises. Because I rule with an iron fist. <laughs> Know this. She's the sheriff. I'm the deputy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gooch, don't play that. She will come for you. She I just, you know what? And I just want to address this now. It's okay to argue. It's okay to have a disagreement in in the group. What I don't like is name calling and belittling people. I won't stand so for it. And don't you be don't putting like people's bis. Listen, you're such a I don't like people. <laughs> like, I don't, I just don't like that. Like, don't put people's business out in the street. Don't be okay. dropping those screenshots of personal conversations that you've had. Don't do that. That's as low as you can go. I don't like yeah. it. Don't, don't do that. Don't be, don't be telling people your business. You know what I mean? Don't be calling people names. Like, I just, I just don't, it's messy. It's real messy. And I feel like that's not the place for y'all to have this conversation. The conversation so you're talking about people who, oh, people who've had like interactions with each other and all that other kind in of the stuff. group, yeah, like yeah, like if you previously <laughs> know this person, <laughs> like if you previously okay, a couple things, if you previously know this person, right, and y'all ain't kicking it no more, y'all ain't like friends like y'all used to be, or y'all just having a rough moment, like y'all still cool, but y'all just not talking right now. Don't be bringing that into the group and arguing. It's it's unnecessary. Now, if there's an article posted or some type of discussion that we're having, it's okay for y'all niggas to disagree. You can disagree and still be cool. I did it the other day at work. You know what I mean? My friend, my buddy, she was like, you know what? I don't think Nick Parker raped her. And I was like, you're wrong, but, you know, it's cool. And we moved on. It's it's literally that simple. And if you feel like you just can't rock with this person, delete or block and move on. Like I don't want to see it. I just don't. I'm stressed. 
it just it messes up my it just it does something to me. It's not worth it. So I didn't want you to go into that right now. <laughs> like that. Girl. Girl. It's out there now. <laughs> What'd you say? It's out there now. So you're not gonna edit that out. Mm-mm. Okay, that's how you feel. Okay, I said what I said. Okay, because I was about to say I name call or whatever. Do you name call? Who do you name call? Uh, <laughs> listen, that's what I do. Do you name call? <laughs> like, just but you know what, though? <laughs> <laughs> I think, but honestly, I think that's, see, it's different when you do it because you'll be like, you know what, you, like, what the fuck did you say the other day? Like, you'll be like, you wank, you ass bitch, and I'll be like, yeah. This is funny. Like I'm not, I'm not editor. <laughs> but it's like you know, you call somebody a, a herpetic asshole. Like that's fucked up. Like why are you yeah. telling people they got herpes? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! Let me take that back because I did tell somebody they had herpes the other day. <laughs> <laughs>
Peace. Bye.